0: It's year 11 for Fear Factory in Salt Lake City. We'll learn all about it. That's coming up on today's show. From HAN, I'm Philip, and this is day 60 of our 61-day thon where we're counting down to Halloween by visiting a different haunt every day here on the show. Today is Sunday, October 30th, and tomorrow is Halloween. <laughs> Remember that the best way you can support us this Halloween season is by sharing our Hauntathon with someone you think will enjoy it. And to follow along, sign up for our free weekly industry newsletter at the link in our show notes. Now, in its 11th season, Fear Factory in Salt Lake City, Utah spans six floors and nearly 90,000 square feet. And just a note, if you're worried about missing the show this year because it's nearly Halloween, Fear Factory will open for Blackout Nights November 4th and 5th. Okay. Today, we'll speak with two of the owners about the show and get insight into what it takes to operate. Let's begin with an overview of Fear Factory from Spencer.
1: Hi, my name's Spencer Terry. I'm the general manager and equity owner at Fear Factory 100 House here in Salt Lake City, Utah. For folks who haven't been here before, it's an amazing place. It's, we're a downtown facility. It's an old industrial park. This is old factory, six stories high, six buildings. We've got two underground passages underneath us. It's just, it's a really, really huge facility but it's also live actors, about 120 live actors every single night and over 100 animatronics, just a lot of fun. It's almost 90,000 square feet of space. On average, uh, customers are gonna spend about 45 minutes on property, plus or minus, um, at least through the main haunted house, up and down the stairs, go through everything. When customers walk on property, there's this be- really great long stretch of kind of like midway space. We've got some vendors that are there. We have food trucks that are there. We have these really fun selfie stations where people can come and take pictures and use our hashtag, which is great marketing. From there, they come in into where we actually have our graveyard. This is where we hold about 4,000 people. And the graveyard is literally, some people call it the rave yard because it's a lot of fun. There's huge concert series speaker systems. There's a lot of actors and just fun things that are happening here. They get their photos taken, which are free, something that we don't charge anything for, and they get to go through this really beautiful, amazing facility with all of our actors. And then on the exit side, we have merchandise, which we specifically and exclusively run, and they go home happy, and hopefully they'll get on our website and buy something else. Talk to me about what you have
0: planned for this year. What's exciting about year 11?
1: Our 10-year celebration, what happened is a lot of people came back who have not been here for four or five or six years. They said, oh, it's a 10 year anniversary. Let's check it out and see how it went. We blew them away. And so we're already seeing this really great uptick on sales, which is fantastic because people are coming back. And I think a lot of people have realized that we're very serious about the game that we play, the profession that we have and how we welcome customers here. And we want them to not only have a good experience but we wanna have such a great experience that they're gonna go home, they're gonna talk to people and they're gonna come back again. That's the goal. There's a lot of new things that have happened this year. Everything from water features that we've added to, we're big fans of Gantam lighting. And so for us, that's been like, I mean, to see the sets and the lighting, like it takes a lot of lighting to do that. We love Gantam. And so we've really been able to add new lighting, add new features, and really accentuate new gags, new scares in ways that people, and sometimes they're old scares, but we're able to light them in a new way that makes things a lot better. We're adding... Um, Actormatronics, we're adding obviously new costumes and characters, new scares, new areas, new zones. We have a very exciting area that we've kind of rerouted that's in an outdoor space, but it feels very indoor. Yep. And that entire area is layer upon layer. And so customers see other customers through a path four or five times. And that's something that people are just absolutely loving. And we're excited to be able to do more of those later on. One of the cool parts about having such big space is that we're able to just pass pack in the scares. Folks have a lot of fun here, whether it's this main, our kind of midway area, we've got creatures up and down that space. It's very low lit on purpose. We want to maximize the scare. So a lot of people have fun just even, not even before they come into the haunted house. That's just on the outside. We've added a new feature this year where we have a small tip area. That's been pretty cool for folks to see. They're really loving that. Our catwalk is something that's traditional because it's six stories high. There's no other facility where people can actually do that in real life. It can be done simulated, but it can't be done in real life. And so that's something that people really love. Certainly we have a lot of gags. We've got a lot of scares. We've got moving floors. We've got some really great things. Even one of our final, the final pieces of the attraction is a, a compression chamber. And it's designed specifically with FOG and with a low-base system to really accentuate people feeling like they're having an out-of-body experience. And we use that to help them transition back into the reality. So there's a lot of different things. People love lots of components to it, and we're happy they love it.
0: Okay, next I sat down with Rob to discuss the logistics and staffing of such a large production. Specifically, I was curious about staffing and training because the show is so large and uses so many people.
2: Rob Dunfield, and I am the co-owner of Fear Factory Salt Lake City. What are you running this year? Yeah, we have, I'd say about 250 total, about 150 working each night in the show, whether they're front of house or back of house, customer service or actors, basically. So it's quite a production.
0: Did you change any of your approach this year, or how did you make it successful this year?
2: We have about 50% returning actors, and then we do quite a bit of advertising and recruiting. We have incentives for our actors to invite friends and bring people to try and introduce them to haunting and get them excited about scaring. But we also did some pretty aggressive incentivizing by pay raises, as well as incentives and bonuses and things if they last throughout the whole season. And we think that's been successful for us. Can you give a percentage of the raise that you had to do? Some of them make about 50% of what their actual dollar pay rate is as a bonus on top per hour. How have the referrals worked has that been a good incentive program for you it has yeah a lot of our actors are really enthusiastic and love what they do so they go out and tell their friends and a lot of them come and see how much fun it is and pretty soon they want to be a part that's a big draw i think a lot of our new people are friends and family of people who have been here so every year even if people are referring people you're having to Take someone who's maybe never scared before and
0: turn them into a scare actor in a brief <laughs> amount of time and then you have a lot of throughput to get through so what is that yeah
2: we do some pretty intense training right Pre-season, month before, a good amount of rehearsals and all the new people brought in and trained on safety and on their scaring and character development and all the fun stuff. They get fitted for their costumes and they get really excited. About two to three weeks ahead of the show time is when they're all getting their costumes and everything set up. By that time, they're pretty engaged and excited for the season, so it's a fun process. And you all have a year-round team as well that helps maintain all of the
0: bookkeeping records and all that
2: we do so we have approximately 10 year-round staff members that are working throughout the off season and then one of the one things that we have created here at fear factory is an in-house internship for our makeup and special effects team so there aren't a lot of professional makeup artists in town and there weren't a lot of people that knew how to do that stuff so we actually took upon ourselves to create a team of people that can teach it. And then now we have an excessive abundance of makeup artists on our team. And we actually have a lot of makeup artists that have done our internship that have gone out to other haunted houses in the valley or in the state and done other productions and plays and things like that. So we think that it's really helping raise the bar of the whole haunt community and not just Fear Factory.
0: Now let's catch back up with Spencer where I asked for his insight on this haunt season
1: sales are up we didn't really know with inflation if it was going to plateau yeah i feel pretty good about it i think we're going to keep growing i think across the board from what i've heard so far growth is up somewhere between six and seven percent which is fantastic i think one thing that we really can think about more as an industry is how to do more add-on experiences for example we've got a ga we have a vip we have an instant entry but we haven't had those for years and when we added them Not gonna lie, we really questioned those decisions and whether they were good decisions and they were good revenue generators. As we look at things now, three or four years later, the first year we did an instant entry, it's an $80 ticket, it gets you straight into the door. We sold 12 of them. Now we're selling 800. And so I think just one thing I would tell the industry is to just remember that this is the long haul. And stick with it, stick with your guns, make some good decisions and go from there.
0: So let's talk about the future of Fear Factory. Where are you going from here?
1: I think in general, growing pains are hard. And for us as an attraction, it took a lot of work to be able to get to where we were in and out of COVID. We really try our best to lead the industry. And we really try to lead our local market as well. We know that we're one of the best. We've got some really great attractions that are here. And folks continuously tell us that they love us the most. Great, we're happy to do that. We wanna continue doing things that are gonna bring people back. I think the future is gonna include a lot of things. It's gonna include growing. We do wanna grow. We we have extra buildings, we have extra space. We could put four more floors into this thing. And so as we look at capital components and how we're gonna grow that, some of it's gonna be bringing in new investors. Some of it's probably going to be looking at locations. Maybe we ended up doing a second, a 2.0 somewhere. I have no idea, but I think the cool part is how we're able to really do some great things in the community.
0: Sign up at gantum.com slash demo. That's gantum.com slash demo. Our Hauntathon team includes Daryl Plunkey, Emily Luis Rua, Megan Spells, Gavin Burns, and Omni Adventures. Our partners for this year's Hauntathon include Sharp Productions, HorrorBuzz.com, ScareTrack, TheScareFactor.com, and Hauntopic Radio. The best way you can support us this Halloween season is by sharing our Haunted-Thon with someone you think will enjoy it. And to follow along to our Hauntedon, sign up for our weekly newsletter at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. We'll catch you back here tomorrow and every day until Halloween.
2: This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.